What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. I'm your host, Gladia. Got my co-host Tim. What's going on? What's up, fam? What's what's up? What's up, fam? What's going on? Uh, this is our thirtieth episode. We're yep. just we're just talking about it. We're like, oh, should we do a check in or? But mm-hmm. I think we're gonna wait to do the the big fit the big fitty. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, lots of episodes down. Just you know, happy to. Uh, just be doing this and and helping everybody out. Um, But as we always say, because it's a live show, please post your comments throughout our conversation. Uh, Ask your questions. Uh, Of course, hit the like button, subscribe, follow us on IG. All the information you have for that is in the show notes. Now, today's topic is uh, one that actually we do get asked a lot and it's not talked about enough, at least in, in detail. Uh, is is budgeting. Like, if I'm getting started in a real estate business, like, how, like, w- how do I budget? Why is budgeting important? We're going to go over uh, what we've learned throughout our experience in starting a real estate business. Uh, Tim has mm-hmm. some experience background um, starting other businesses um, and why the like your budget is the most important aspect of it and um, creating right. these really important um, habits early on in your business. So um, maybe to start off, we can talk about like why budgeting is important. Um, you know, Tim, your, your kind of experience, you've, you started, I guess, three or how many businesses before you started your real estate business? Uh, um, this, I think it's more than three, but... Um, oh, my bad. That was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some of them were short-lived, but... Uh, you know, just, you know, having different ideas. But I think a lot of times when someone starts a business, it's like a kind of a rush and yeah. you just, you know what you're going to do as in your service or product. And you're trying to just, <clears throat> you know, get your services or products out there and mm-hmm. uh, you kind of know your craft and how you're going to do that, but you don't sit down and do, you know, the numbers behind that. And uh, a lot of times some of the things that um, are expensive um, could be, um, you know, calculated or uh, thought out a little bit more just because Mm -hmm. there might be cheaper ways to do it. Right. So I think when you people get into businesses, especially the real estate side, the the cost can sneak up on you sometimes without budgeting the right way. Right. And, yeah. and that's that's the same way with any other business as well, because if, especially if you're going in a business, you might be working day to day at the at the job that you, you know how to do. And this is you're going to start a business, similar business to that, but you just don't mm-hmm. know all the numbers behind it. Right. What's right. the overhead or what you're going to spend, um, you know, getting an LLC was that what, what's you know, what's that cost or, you know, right. what tools are you going to need, um, what people you need to hire. All these things have to be factored into your your budget when you're, when you're starting out. Some people are very analytical and they'll do it, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of people just kind of jump into the fire and then. It's not for everybody. It later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh well, especially with real estate is specifically wholesaling or probably really 
many aspects of real estate, uh, not all of them like fix and flip wholesaling, those that requires active, it's active income, you have to work for it. Um, you have to have your process set in place. Um, meaning, if I close five, five deals this month, I, I can't just stop working and then I'll close another right. five. Uh, unless you have the mm -hmm. systems and the team behind you, you have to keep it's a it's a it's an active uh, business. Um, and one thing I've learned really early on is is it's all about your profit margin. How much can mm -hmm. you um, can you save um, in your business? A lot of times, um, you know, people go in, if they're starting in a new business, they don't come in with a plan, um, in terms of like, okay, this is my budget and I'm gonna stick with it. How many times, you know, I'm definitely, uh, guilty of this. How many times did you overspend, um, mm -hmm. um, like what you were supposed to, um, because you're like, well, somebody said to buy this list, somebody said buy this and that and that, and you know, it just didn't work out. Um, so you know, it's, it's really important to have a plan set out and not compare yourself to everybody. But budgeting is really important because without your budget, you're kind of lost. Like, um, like what's coming into your business, what's going out. You have to constantly be checking in um, into what's, what's happening. Uh, and that kind of goes into our next um, point, which is um, what are kind of, what are some things to be aware of when budgeting for your real estate business? So you mentioned earlier your LLC. Um, mm -hmm. Now some people can do this with the um, with their county um, or with the mm -hmm. state. I'm sorry, um, you know, register it themselves. But sometimes you want more hands off stuff. So I I set it up with Zen Business, um, but there's yeah, a, so there's I. a whole ton other. Well, they'll actually do it for you. You do have to pay a, a fee, but it's something that it's taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but what what are some fees that when you started your real estate business, you kind of had to like? Did you set up your LLC before you like got your first deal? Like, were you that kind of person, or did you um, mm -hmm. set it up after your first deal? I think mine was already set up because I had a, a different business, and then I just switched over to. Um, the real estate so I already had a LLC kind of um, set up and I was going to how how that was going to work is that that LLC would be the holdings company and then mm, like right. real estate is one side and then my other business is another side so um, it's kind of <clears throat> how I set it up but like you said most people don't have an LLC when they start and that's perfectly yeah fine. and that's okay um, right yeah yeah, because, um, you know, initially you can do your first deal, um, you know, using your name. It's not, it, you know, it's not a bad thing, but um, you want to protect yourself. You, yeah, yeah. You definitely want to protect yourself. And, and when you do close your first deal, then, you know, spend the money to actually get it done. Like, you know, using services like uh, Zen Business or LegalZoom, depending on what your budget is. And then, or, um, you know, having an attorney set it up for you, you can do that route or, you you know, do it yourself type of thing. Right. But um, some other expenses were like, you know, getting a coach really, that was an expense. Like people don't, you know, consider that as an expense, but it was. Um, and then, you know, like uh, pulling the list, um, getting a dialer, because I got a it. dialer. Yeah, right. skip, skip tracing it um, and got a dialer first. And then also um, 
later on, I kind of uh, bought some buyer's list as well. So mm-hmm. I could dispo faster. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think what else uh, I had at the beginning, you know, pulling the list, get tracing it. Um, and then the dialer. Oh, and then I you get into, um, you know, DocuSign. You know, there's some free services for that. So, but um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I can't. Yeah, I mean, there's I think so that was many, about it when so I first things. started. Yeah, like there, there's like your services, and that's why you have to come in with a plan of like, okay, this is my budget. If you're especially if you're on the like a really low budget, like. Mm-hmm. There's some people I know a hundred bucks, 300 bucks. Yeah. I know know. somebody, uh, but it's like, it's being efficient with the services that you have. A lot of times when people come in, they'll just like, they get everything right. Because that's what everyone's saying. And then they end up with like paying hell amount of money without even closing their first deal, uh, which is fine, but you have to set the time to like create the process in that. Um, And so if you're just starting out, like I know somebody that closed, has been closing deals and like their, I think their monthly budget on like just services alone is like maybe 400 a, a month because they just, they've just streamlined it so well. But I I mean, there's, so, there's so many things to like look out for um, when it comes to that, like, um, you know, on top of like the LLC, those little hidden costs that, you know, that comes in, especially if you're going to hire somebody um, to take care of, of those things, but, um, just, just in in general, like just your time to like review stuff. I was not, I I, I'm not an accountant or like, like that stuff. And it's not a very (laughs) sexy, it's not a sexy thing. Like people don't talk about accounting, like, Oh yeah. Um, this is how you should do that. Like, you know, usually once people start like closing deals, they'll, mm-hmm. you know, they'll hire an accountant. That's like one of the first, like really big things where it's like, Hey, you take it's care really of this. Big, yeah. Um, and that's probably what I do, or I've kind of had my, had my wife do it. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> you contribute to the business. Um, exactly. do some accounting stuff. Um, but it's, it's important to like start these habits of ch- auditing your, your business. That was one thing, um, to look, that's one thing to look out for when you get started is audit your, your, your expenses every month. I think I was telling you yesterday, like um, in the beginning, I would just like order stuff and I wouldn't even look at my business bank account. I would just be like, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, well, shit, I don't know how much I spent. I don't even want to look, um, you know, like how much those text messages spent. So it's important to audit every month, look at all your expenses. And of course, getting a business bank account, that's also another thing. Um, to make sure you're separating your personal and your business expenses. Um, that's one thing I, I didn't do. And it makes it a little tough come tax season. Mm-hmm. But auditing your business is super key because there's a lot of times, how many times have you checked like maybe three months later, you're like, I might be using this service. Like, why right. am I being, you know, why am I spending money on this? And then you have to like go in. So it's important to audit if it's on a weekly basis, like on a monthly basis to see if like, if it's, you know, right. If that's a good time to keep it. And is it, is it making me money in my business? If not, then no. Mm -hmm. So um, those are, those are the key things to look out for. Yeah, I agree. Cause those expenses kind of sneak up on you, especially you forget, you know, auto pay and all of that, because it'd be a service where like, um, 
you know you're you're paying monthly like you know like a uh, adobe something you know pdf or something like that right because yeah. of all your contracts and stuff so um you just got to be careful uh, that you know do you really need that service or you know you can cut certain um, services off so you can increase your well, say your profit margin or your revenue um, based on that so those those are a lot of things that you you do have to be aware of and you know sometimes uh, you get so busy you don't go back to the numbers and you know understand actually right. how much you're making you just see the money coming in but not the money actually going out to get that get that money right so right. i think that's an important aspect yeah and it's important to uh whatever you know a lot of people have mentioned this before is like okay i close a deal and they spend all the money um, either balled out on like stupid stuff. I mean, <laughs> a lot of times, excuse me, that um, you, you close a deal, maybe you had some back payments or paying some bills or paying some credit card debt, whatever it is. We've all been there. I definitely took a big mm -hmm. chunk to pay off stuff yeah. um, on my, on my deals too. Um, so, you know, it's also knowing what, how to allocate your funds. And so this is kind of where our next point, which is profit first, um, highly recommend that book in general. And then I think there's another one. Um, I think it was Chris Jefferson's Connect um, Profit First, I think REI. Um, yeah, Profit oh, yeah. First for Real Estate Investing. I started listening to that on the audiobook, and it's so awesome because it takes the Profit First uh, principles, but it flips it into um, a real estate investor. So he talks mm. about... Um, let me remember the author's name. I think his name is David Rector. Um, he um, he talks about like, okay, wholesale, if you're a wholesaler, like this is how you can organize or allocate your, your funds because mm -hmm. uh, what happens and, um, you know, we've all gone through this where we don't pay ourselves first um, when, um, when we yeah. get a deal. Um, and then like, the other thing is we don't allocate for taxes. And that's another thing that I didn't mention, but to be aware of is, um, I mean, we all started a business. I start personally mm -hmm. started a business also because for, for the tax benefit, because I knew I was making too much money um, in my nine to five. And, you know, I'm, I'm married as well. And we we're getting like crazy tax bills um, or owed so much to, to um, the state and, and feds. Um, and I was like, okay, what are ways? And of course, buying real estate would, would have, would have helped, but a simpler like baby step was like starting a business, mm -hmm. um, right. and running. Uh, Cause I think, I think the law is your first three years of business. I don't know if it's like, if it applies to any, I'm assuming it does is you can, you can actually go negative. You can lose money. Mm -hmm. Um, like say you close like a $5,000 deal, but you spent 20,000 on like whatever, mm -hmm. if you did the expenses correctly. I want to say, and, and I'm not an expert by any means, but it's helped me so far the last couple of years, um, is uh, it's, helped, it's helped me out in saving money by going negative. Um, so that was that was honestly the main, main motivator. And I'm like, oh, I need to start more LLCs. So, um, you know, <laughs> these are kind of things that, that kind of I understood um, when it came to like taxes, but you have to allocate money for taxes um, because you're you're going to have to owe money at, at some point, especially the more money that you make. But how many people allocate money for taxes? 
not right, many. Right. Um, so I think it's important to, again, build this like foundation, accounting foundation um, in, in your business. Cause otherwise come tax season, you're going to be pulling your hair out or mm-hmm. maybe some of us. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, you know, just, it's just a pain in the neck. Um, so what, what are some things uh, and I'll go into the profit first, but what are some habits sure. that you've created in your business, Tim? Cause I know you do a really good job of like reconciling stuff every week. Mm-hmm. Um, terms of your budget and um taxes yeah um you definitely have to set some aside for for taxes especially you know the chunks of money that you're you're making especially in wholesaling and um, different aspects of real estate so um you know just going back and seeing what um you know, what deals have you done and then what, how much money you spent and then also setting aside for taxes. A lot of people forget that. Like even celebrities yeah. forget to pay their taxes or yeah. they athletes <laughs> intentionally forget to, you know, pay their taxes. But, you know, the uh, the tax man is going to come, come get you either way. So you got to account for that. Um, and that's, that's really important, especially, you know, when you're, you have an LLC and it, it affects your personal um, finances as well too so mm-hmm. um, when you file your I'm not a ta- tax expert or anything like that but I'm just saying is that when you file your individual fa- taxes you also have to file your business taxes because it's yep. attached to you um, on an LLC so um, mm-hmm. but um, you know so just you got to make sure that um, you account for that for sure and you know um, you can do it on a you know, kind of monthly basis, or you can do it on a quarterly basis. Um, you know, some people do it yearly, but um, I wouldn't suggest that just because, uh, you know, you could be short or, you know, you spent a little bit more money and not saved um, some more money mm-hmm. on, on taxes. So, Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's doing these little things like um, doing reconciliation of like, say you bought a lot of times, mm-hmm. I think most of us use QuickBooks that's connected to our yep, bank account yes, or what yes. credit card, business credit card, whatever. Uh, but sometimes maybe we'll pay stuff and like, we'll have a receipt. It's important that you do that. I don't do that as consistently. So that's a habit I need to start or my wife needs to, <laughs> I need to get her mm-hmm. going consistently. Yeah. Um, but these are just sort of little habits that you should do anyways for your personals. Um, and because I've, I've done it where I've the 12th hour where it's like, you know, the, I, I work with a tax um, professional and they're like, okay, I need this stuff by this date. And then you're like cramming, pulling an all nighter, mm-hmm. trying to organize everything in QuickBooks and stuff. And um, I just, that's not how I roll. And I really don't like that. So it's a good way to build these really good habits, behaviors um, early on so that it's like clockwork. You have a system set in place. Um, and if, so if you're doing it on a weekly basis, monthly or quarterly, it's a lot easier at the end because, you, you know, it's not as much work up front. Um, so really, really, really good tip. Um, but profit first, going back to that in terms of allocation as, and allocation means, OK, I have a chunk of money. I just closed a deal and um, I have these different buckets um, that I put this money in. Um, and so the, the profit first model is like, you have profit, 
the profit bucket, you have the owner's compensation bucket, you have taxes, and you have expenses. So what's profit? Profit is what goes to you. This is what they talk about is like people usually don't pay themselves first, but that's the best mm -hmm. way for you to like actually earn a living and actually make some money. Um, so usually depending on what your bracket will just go, I think the first bracket is either zero to 250K. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a year. Uh, I think it's a year. Um, usually the percentage allocations are profit is a uh, 5%. So say you got, um, you know, $5,000. What's 5% of that? I don't know. I can't, I can't really do the math, but like, we'll just take 5% of, of like, say the thousand dollars, uh, goes mm -hmm. to you, to you personally, that's, that's money right. to you. You can transfer it to your personal bank account. You just got paid. Um, owner's compensation is, uh, you're considering yourself as as the, as for working in the business. So that's owner's compensation. Right. So, uh, and I think that's usually fifty percent. So that's what you're paying yourself to by working in the business. I think um, when you have like employees, I think either it's another bucket or you use this bucket to pay your employees. I can't remember exactly, mm -hmm. but that's usually fifty percent. Taxes, you want to take fifteen percent of your your deal and this is for every deal that comes in so you have any income that mm -hmm. comes into your business bank cut you want to follow these um uh the, this model um so 50 percent for taxes and then expenses so this is like stuff coming out so if it's services tools whatever it is you're you're putting in 30 percent of your income to this bucket so it's really simple mm -hmm. like once you break it down like that is you have like small little buckets that you're putting or envelopes, however you want to call it, where you're putting money in after every deal. And the whole point of this is like, you know, it's not just one big account where a lot of times people make that mistake is they just have one single bank account that like functions mm -hmm. as like money coming in, money, money coming out um, and stuff is like super disorganized. So by creating different bank accounts, um, or envelopes, depending on your bank, sometimes um, they do follow the profit first. Maybe they have like an envelope where you can allocate stuff. By doing this, uh, you have a much uh, broader uh, view of like what's going on in your business. You can be like, okay, owner's compensation, I'm good. Or it's like, especially if you're balling on a budget and you just close like your first deal, um, you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I have 500 bucks for the next, uh, for my uh, expenses. I have 500 bucks for my expenses. Um, right. how, how far can this stretch me? Instead of like, okay, I just got a thousand dollars. I'm gonna spend this all on this. Um, it's just, it's just, these are really um, good behaviors or good habits that will really trickle into, uh, you know, as you close more deals. Um, so that is a profit first principles definitely recommend you guys check it out and checking out the profit first rei book um because that one is really mm. cool because that one uh, specifically tailors to uh real estate investors now what's the difference between maybe doing that rather than you know getting a software like quickbooks that kind of already kind of allocates or everything out for you um maybe it's more discipline or is it um you know what what do you think is the difference there yeah well you still want a, a, i would think you still want a software for uh like quickbooks because that's more for like your accounting tax purposes right or like 
because at the end of the year you can pull reports instead of mm -hmm. like because if you didn't have a tool like quickbooks how are you tracking you're using your bank exactly. account um exactly. so by checking every single expense that comes in um that's more i think for on the accounting side or like you know um tax purposes um and then for the profit first that's more of like the money allocation of like mm -hmm. what can i afford and then quickbooks kind of gives you the visibility on like what you actually right. spent the line items um yeah. but it, it is discipline because how many people are like go overboard or again don't have yeah. that visibility but you can apply this to anything not only any business but um that's one thing i i want to apply this to is like my personal stuff too where it's like okay this goes mm -hmm. to expenses this goes to a rainy day this goes to savings or uh whatever the case may be um you know, that's why the profit first REI is really great because um, it talks about like, hey, if you're a flipper or if you're a, a buy and hold investor, like have multifamily, right. um, you can allocate this for, um, you know, maintenance, for uh, rent mm -hmm. collection, like just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's just a lot more streamlined and where you're in control of your money. Um, so discipline is, is, is key when it comes to budgeting. And um, some people learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And yeah, I think, uh, you know, like we said at the beginning, it's like, you know, we, people don't think about that aspect. And then when you're mm -hmm. getting when you're in the business, and then you realize like, oh, wow, there's a lot of stuff that is needed or need to be paid or, you know, so, um, you know, uh, you, you did a great job of describing, you know, the tools, I guess, with QuickBooks and then having your separate bank accounts. And I think QuickBooks actually connects you with all those accounts. So yeah. um, you're it's so nice. You're organized in that way, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you can also apply like rules, I think. I, I, that's one thing I need to probably systematize or just hire an accountant at some point to like organize that where, um, if they know mm -hmm. like these are always the same expenses coming in, I can automatically create a rule where if it comes from here, label it in this category or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah. So there's like little stuff you can do to make your life lives a little bit easier when it comes comes ta come tax season. Um, but so many people you have closing all these deals um, and mm -hmm. they, they don't know like when it comes to taxes, like what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, um, and that's kind of where you get yourself in a little bit of trouble. So, um, yeah. get a tool, QuickBooks, and then, um, you know, if you're, if you're closing deals like pretty consistently, um, mm -hmm. definitely hire like a professional or at least have somebody look into it. Um, cause that's, what's going to really take you uh, far in like analyzing what, you know, what money, how much money you make and stuff like that. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, we're talking about kind of time blocking and then, you know, setting aside time. So that's probably one aspect of your time blocking. You need to set aside like on a weekend or something like that to where you're, you know, analyzing that and then reconciling your expenses and then making sure that, you know, everything's in order on your books. Um, it could be once right. a week or twice a week or whatever the case may be. But as long as you do that, so you're not rushing come tax time to get it all done um, and getting that information to your accountant or, you know, your tax person to, to right. file. So just having that all in order first, then, you know, you're going to be good to go. Yeah. I also keep um, a spreadsheet um, 
that I monitor every month and I compare it to like my expenses. So I'll either look at my QuickBooks, um, but I'm like, okay, uh, these are all the services I use. And it's kind of like a fixed expense versus variable uh, expense fixed, meaning it's consistent, Mm -hmm. the same amount every, every month versus variable that like it, it give or takes, it may change. It may not change. So for example, like Mm -hmm. text messaging, um, for the most part, it's pretty consistent, but if you're, um, mm-hmm. if it's on and off because it's, you are charged by the number of texts that go out and the more texts that you send out, the more you're, you're charged. So sometimes that's, that's a variable expense. Um, just like silly stuff, like, um, even the, my mailbox, like, um, mm-hmm. I have a virtual mailbox sometimes because they do, yeah. they shred stuff or recycle and maybe up and down just like little stuff like that to really give me a high level view and like how much funds I have before I'm like, okay, especially in the beginning, I was like, okay, how long will this last me until I have to use some <laughs> of my personal funds for my, you right. know, nine to five. And so this also motivates you. We're like, all right, I need to, you know, kick in the gear and, and start you know, mm-hmm. closing some, some deals. Um, but th- these are just things that I do um, to really help, help me out. And uh, I check that spreadsheet on a monthly basis and I create a new tab and then just update mm-hmm. things. So if I cancel a subscription, uh, or if I'm thinking about like, okay, this, I don't use this subscription anymore. And that's why it's important to have this visibility. Mm-hmm. So like writing down all of your services and being mm-hmm. like, have I used this service? Like, or yeah. is this helping me close more deals? No. Okay. Uh, or I don't need this right now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the most with, with this. Um, mm-hmm. Let me, let me cancel this service. And then you kind of can adjust and I can see, um, you know, how much money, um, I'm saving or stuff like that. So th- those are just little things that I've done. No, those are good gems because I think, you know, I think you writing down all those services that you, you do, because you, I think what we said before is that you may forget or, um, you know, you're, you're not looking at your expenses that often. So, um, they could be taking you for, you know, let's say hundred bucks or 200 bucks in the last you know, a couple months, right? So um, you yeah. have to, you have to look at that. Um, and, you know, your idea of writing it down and then looking at it every month and making sure that, you know, that's um, what, what you're actually spending on and, you know, uh, allocating whatever you need to towards that, but also cutting it if you need to. Yeah, that's the hard, that, that's, and it's, um, I feel like these are habits help in your personal life too. I was not, um, my dad was really frugal growing up. Um, love him to death. But I'm like, bro, like, come on, can we just do this or that when I was like younger? But I understood like, you know, he was a single dad and like he had two kids. So, he, you know, you, mm-hmm. you have to be as cautious. Um, but I, I never knew, I didn't like really get my first like debit card or card until I was a little bit older, like almost graduating high school or even like, 18 um th- like that's how like i was I, I had no idea like how to budget i was so bad at like managing my money um so mm-hmm. it's 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 um you know if you're good at yeah, that already going in it, it sh- you should be able you should be fine but these are habits i had to create myself and it wasn't comfortable there was times where i'm like oh i don't want to do this because it's not mm-hmm. to me it's not it's not my strengths but early yeah. i like i knew that early on um and I know like, okay, once I close more deals, I'm definitely hiring a bookkeeper, an accountant, because I'm like, I don't want to deal with this stuff. 
Um, but it's, 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 these are important habits that when you, cause whatever habits you're building now, I would assume like when you close more deals or a millionaire, you're going to need these sort of like create these systems and habits because otherwise that's how you lose your money. Like you can mm -hmm. close as many deals, mm -hmm. but if you're spending it all, um, I know so many people who have like a huge team are closing maybe like a hundred K worth of deals, but they're spending like 90 K or 95 K mm -hmm. and they're only like net yeah. profit margins are like five K or something ridiculous, or maybe they're negative. Like that's mm -hmm. where it's because they're spending too much and they need to like reel things back. So these are just like little things that um, I think will help you out as you make more money. Um, so don't think like you see people on IG or whatever, like flaunting, like, oh yeah, we just, you know, close six figures this month, but it's like, all right, but how much money are you spending now? So like, mm -hmm. these are kind of things I've learned early on to really look at, um, I want to squeeze as much money to myself. So yeah, what, exactly. what, 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 what am I spending on to, to do that? Yeah. You have to look. I know like with other businesses and you know, this one as well is this like the profit margin and that percentage, what that looks like, you know, if you have a low profit margin, that's really, you're not making any kind of uh, money within the company. Right. So right. Um, you want to increase that profit margin as much as you can. And you know, that, that goes into like when businesses, especially like during the recession and stuff. So they're trying to, um, increase their revenue so what they do is they one of the biggest expenses for the company is uh, salaries right or right. employees so um the first thing they usually kind of cut is that um right for that they're not going to cut the marketing they're not going to cut things that actually bring in business they're going to cut um you know cut some workflow that actually someone could pick up the slack if someone isn't there right so right um, they that increases their profit margin by um if they let go a certain amount of percent of employees then they're like okay now we're at this profit margin so um, right. usually around 40 to 50 percent is you know ideal um yeah so it's, salary taxes it's, too from what i've uh, mm -hmm. i've noticed is like really crazy especially depending on the state i'm sure california is not the best but that's one thing i've learned with like my the company i work at uh whether like um uh it's payroll tax i think uh payroll yeah, tax, payroll tax where it's yeah. like um that's why like like you said i think that's a really great point especially as you're building your team that's why i'm like i don't want a huge team i want like mm -hmm. maybe like five lean people lean and mean that's like most efficient way and when you're lean like that you really have to rely on your systems and your process and have really strong employees that maybe do a little bit of this and that um but that's really all you need um mm -hmm. if you're streamlined and everything like that but um i did want to kind of go into how um when you do close a deal it does kind of affect your budget because you especially like if you're not used to getting like sort of consistent income like that and then you close some deals like when is the right time to know like okay i need to increase my budget in this or in marketing or i need to do this um you have closed like a pretty big big deal um mm -hmm. and will be um what what are some tips you suggest um when you have a, a budget and like close a deal like how how does that affect your budget and um 
when do you kind of know it's time to to re-up or, or go up, I guess? I think um, it all depends on where you're at in your business, one. Um, two, it's uh, kind of being aware of, like, what the ideal amount is coming in, too. So, like, I, I know I have a spreadsheet of all my deals and what those percentage of, of, uh, of those are going to close. And then um, how much, you know, will be brought in. And then what I can do is mm -hmm. can allocate um, those funds for, you know, marketing or um, getting more service-based, you know, help, I guess, you know, with different things because, you know, we have the the podcast and then we have um you know different deals within you know different parts of my company so mm -hmm. it's it's definitely a situation where you know i have to um look at those look at that number and then see where i need to increase the scale and where where i don't right and i did i i kind of look at those numbers and see what what that that uh, looks like and so for me, when let's say a chunk comes in, I have to see what, you know, like, what am I, what am I paying first? Um, you know, and that's, you know, basically yourself. And then how much of that percentage goes to the bills and stuff like I'm at your business expenses. And then where can I ramp up on, you know, marketing to bring in more? So mine's set up a little bit different. A lot of people's mm -hmm. um, wholesaling business is set up to where, like, they throw uh, more as their income increases. They're they more in marketing, right? Right. And, right. Uh, my for my wholesaling business is it's a little bit different because um, I do a lot of kind of JV, and then also mm -hmm. um, you know me ramping up is a certain percentage because of my workload, right? If right. I ramp up, um, you know, in marketing, can I handle that workload for um, this side of the business? Because mm -hmm. the other side of the business is kind of really busy right now. So, right. Um, and then, uh, you know, consulting with you and, um, you know, my mentors on like, okay, do I need a ramp up on um, help on that side as well? Because if I'm bringing in more money on that side, then... Um, I can now hire more people to help me out on that so I can concentrate on the other side of the business on, you know, the commercial mm. side, let's say. So, right. so that's kind of the things that I'm looking at um, as, you know, deals come through and, you know, closing deals and, you know, getting that income in. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, and I liked how you mentioned like everyone's different. Like you're like, you know, my marketing strategies different than others. Yours is more like relationship based. Um, there's not really a, a cost to that besides just reaching out to people, maybe like a LinkedIn mm -hmm. membership, maybe, I don't know. Um, right. Right. So you can message as many people and stalk them a little bit. Um, <laughs> but um, I think uh, Eric was on here a couple weeks ago, um, mm -hmm. who's, you know, he's doing re pretty good. Uh, and he was talking about like mm -hmm. knowing when it's time to to hire a, a VA, like you know, three to four months of pay mm -hmm. at least, um, because you know once you hire someone on, like you know, it's it, not everyone's going to work out. But you're, that's that's kind of the hope where these people are relying on you. So if you hire a VA or bring on someone in house, 
um, you have to at least have some capital there um, to last at least um, a good amount, you know, three to four months, like you said, or maybe yeah, you want to exactly. go into a new marketing channel um, because, you know, if you know your market, you're like, I've been doing cold call or SMS and some people just stick with that. And that's, that's fine. But maybe other people like, well, I want to get into ads, Google ads or Facebook ads or um, this because I have a, um, an extra chunk of money. Um, and so this is why like understanding your expenses too. So if you know, okay, I just closed some deals. I have this spreadsheet. Um, typically my marketing is like 300 bucks, but now I have an extra, because if you follow the profit first, you have your expenses bucket. So if typically your expenses bucket is like 300 and now it's like over a thousand, you have some money to play mm -hmm. with because it's in that bucket. You're not like yeah. dipping into your, your profit or your um, mm -hmm. taxes. You know, that's where I think people get, you know, really in, in trouble because they're dipping into different um, boxes when, when they shouldn't be. So now you're right. like, oh, I have an extra thousand dollars. And usually my expenses are 300 bucks a month. Um, what like, what, what, where is an area that I want to focus on? Or maybe mm -hmm. you want to double down on your, your other, your, the marketing channel that you've been using. You're like, okay, well now I want to send out more text messages or whatever the case may be. So I think this is where building those habits of like routinely checking stuff um, is, is what takes you um, farther. And, and you kind of know what mm -hmm. to do with, with that, with that money. Um, cause I think that's, that's the biggest thing of like, oh shit, I'm making all these, all this money, all these deals, like where mm -hmm. does it go? Um, so I think installing like a profit first will kind of give you that visibility. You can even create more accounts to be like, okay, well this I want to do for just right. my rainy day, or if something goes bad or, you know, you buy and hold, like, like I talked about earlier. So, um, mm -hmm. I think these all habits kind of build towards, um, towards that when, um, you have more money you can s slowly start scaling. Um, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you want to invest in a coach, um, you know, and you have some extra funds, stuff like that. Um, I think mm -hmm. goes a long way. Yeah. I think it depends on your strategy on your business too. Like you could set aside money for investing in property. Right. So mm -hmm. as you're, you know, making having this income come in or um this revenue come in then you know you can set aside a bucket just for like investment properties in the future yeah right? anything oh so you you stack that up and then you purchase and and um you know now that you you may buy and hold or you fix it flip it or a hotel whatever the case may be um you do with that you have that cash or use that cash for um, you know, lending, right? So you can use that to lend for transactional funds um, for, you know, it's it's another side of your business when you have that much money saved up and right. you, know, you could um, use it to benefit your company for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and also one thing I've learned too from reading the Profit First REI or listening to it is, he mentioned obviously with every business venture. So if you have a buy and hold um, LLC or a few, you should have a, a different bank account for each one of those and then create mm -hmm. the different buckets from there. So everything should be separated because come tax season, 
you can't have your wholesaling and your rental business and your fix and flip all in one. And people have done that. Like that sounds like an accounting mm -hmm. nightmare. Um, so these yeah. are kind of mistakes that people have made uh, and they're are like now learned like, okay, this is a way to really streamline things. And you have this ability where it's like, you know, that feeling where you uh, go and click your bank account and you're like, you don't want to look at it. You're kind of like, <laughs> you're scared to look. You're like, you know, look at it with one eye and like, shit, I don't know how much money I have left. Um, you know, instead right, of that, you, right. you, you when you have the allocations, the proper allocation set, there's you knock that fear out because you should have that uh, visibility on there. Um, but these are kind of like really good things that, you know, I do plan to do, uh, you know, once we because our plan is to create an LLC for the podcast um, and build mm -hmm. off of that. And that would just be another um you know, another um, business where we kind of create those funnels, right? Where we would um, set up a business bank account, um, have the different buckets, mm -hmm. like, okay, we got some income from either the course or from this and that. Um, and we're, you know, we're going to allocate them into different buckets. You, you do that for anything, like, like I've said earlier. Um, so re really, really cool stuff because, um, yeah, I don't think enough people really go into the the nicks and crannies of um, me unless you read um books like that but i haven't really seen mm -hmm. um i mean they talk about profit first but not in like detail and i know we're not like at the scale of like you know uh we're, we're getting there um but i think these are just things mm -hmm. that we've learned or just by talking to other people or what people have have shared with us um you know for us to follow um and the, we're kind of a um an example of like people really building the infrastructure first to then be able to take it to the next right. level uh we'll be ready um with with the system set in place yeah it's definitely not the sexy side of the business for sure it's like the it's boring as tedious hell. side of the things that you really <laughs> you kind of have to do or you know so a lot of people procrastinate on it but if you're ahead of it and you put it a part of your process then you know it's just going to be second nature um a part of your business right so i think um you know the more comfortable you do and the more routine that you get with it, it it's going to be easier for um you to kind of get everything uh, in your your ducks in a row um, by that time tax season comes. So that's the important thing is that like, you just want to make sure that you're not rushing. Um, you have all this done and you know, you're, you're setting aside buckets for different things that you want to do, um, within your business. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, my question to you, Tim, is you got some, some deals, some pretty big deals coming up. What, what's, um, what's kind of some things you're, you're planning to, uh, to do with it? Not to get in your in, in your business like that, but like in terms of like the business, it's all you, good. You're all planning to buy a yacht. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm like I think um, uh, a lot of it is going to try to uh, put back into the business on the wholesaling side, and then also putting back into the business on um, you know on the commercial side, and then um, kind of. Uh, investing in myself with you know different uh, education uh, platforms i guess and opportunities mm -hmm. but also 
setting aside stuff to actually take down, right? Because right now is the best time to kind of stack. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, when I think Chris had mentioned it yesterday on a call is like, you know, it could be a year or two years when we actually get to the point where we, we can, you know, um, use this money to actually buy at a, at a good price. So it's just kind of waiting for that, that bottom, I guess. But, mm-hmm. um, so just kind of stacking that money as, as much as I can. And then, and then, um, investing in it, um, that's kind of, you know, investing back into the company but also in myself and then investing in, um, assets, um, kind of going forward. So, uh, that's kind of the plan for, you know, this income coming in for, for the business. I love that. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Um, you know, I think early on, like people again, close some deals and go, uh, go party, which is fine. Yeah. You got to celebrate, but <laughs> when you got to start over again, you're like, Oh snap. Uh, you mean I got to do this again? Um, you know, know it's, right? it's, it's, it does require discipline. It, it is really, really tough, mm-hmm. especially I'm, I'm sure with like more deals coming in, you know, you easily just want to be able to spend it, but having this proper, proper infrastructure, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's super key. And, um, you know, for, for me as well, I think um, one thing, one, one of my goals was to um, invest in myself. So I've, I've invested mm-hmm. in like some education courses um, on like acquiring more multifamily. That's one thing that, you know, mm-hmm. you and I um, are working close on um, or, you know, Definitely. that's kind of one of our goals. Um, but really leveraging my nine to five, like uh, initially I wanted to do like house hacking, um, but it, it just requires so much work to like have to move mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm like, I don't want to do it in California. Um, right. You know, you know, and deal with like the tenant situation and the laws um, going on. I'm like, I don't want to have to move cross country to like the Midwest, you know, where I probably would get a good deal. I'm like, I'm not trying to live mm-hmm. in, you know, no offense guys, <laughs> but um, you know, being from California, I'm like, I mean, there's nowhere else I, I'd want to be. Um, yeah. You know, it's, so, so it, I've had to reanalyze like what, what is it that I want to do? Um, and like budget wise too, like, saving, uh, investing it into, um, you know, investing it into stocks, like just putting a lot of my money. Um, and, and this is kind of what I'm doing personally with my nine to five is, you know, my Mm -hmm. wife works, um, and then I have my income. Um, so living off of one of our incomes to like pay the bills and then the other income Mm -hmm. should be to, um, invest, invest in the business if, if needed, um, and save, like just have like a rainy day yeah, fund. That's a good idea. Um, because, and that's tough. That's where discipline really takes in. Like, you know, if you see that extra money in the bank account, you're like, oh man, but I see those <laughs> shoes. I see the J's. I'm like, you know, or this, this trip. And that's why I, that um, one of my goals this year was to also like work on my credit and get mm-hmm. business credit because I'm trying to get them points. So I was able to use a lot of the points sure. um, from signing up to, pay for a trip um, coming up in September. So um, these are just the smart stuff that I really, I don't know why I didn't do before. It's just some, it just finally clicked for me. Um, but it's all, it all starts with like your budgeting and like your discipline mm-hmm. with that. So um, for me, I'm going to be hiring a mentor um, probably this quarter and like investing in myself 
Um, and then um, I think also with the with budget and stuff, you kind of want to um, for, for me, it's like what what stuff that's working in my business that's bringing in mm. deals. A lot of times people sway away with that because they see a shiny object of like, oh, do this. Um, I've been doing this here. And it just, then they like completely pivot to do that. And then it just doesn't work out. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to like, because I want my goals to remain lean. Um, I'm like, okay, what is actually working? What am I struggling with in my business? Or what could I use help? Obviously, I have a nine to five. So hiring a really strong VA. Um, I'm just mm -hmm. not like there yet i'm like I, I i need i want more runway um because i don't want to have to go back and forth um again so really being disciplined on, on that front because it, it's easily like when you even close like a couple deals to be like okay i'm gonna hire this and that um but you know because of of the uh, wholesaling business all about consistency um yeah. that's like a really important thing um that you want to focus on first focus on your process um and and your education so all of that to say my my goal with like um acquiring properties is like let me leverage my nine to five okay if i have to put 20 percent down to buy like um you know a commercial multifamily, so mm -hmm. like a five plus unit, um to speed track things yeah okay where does that 20k come from i can either save a little bit get some from the deals like we talked about like having a bucket of like you know savings or this is a fund for this yeah, or I can pull out my 401k. There's so many like avenues that I can, that I can um, use it for. Uh, but I'm like, like we, like we can't wait. I'm like, we have to buy assets. So with that, what, it kind of starts with your budget. If you want, if mm -hmm. you want to acquire assets, you have to get your budget in line. And uh, I'm getting there. It's, um, it's, it's been really tough because I really don't like it. Um, clearly I need a hire. That should probably <laughs> be my first hire because it's yeah, just like, exactly. It's right. Such a, it is very tedious, and you know I've done done a good job of trying to allocate time just to concentrate on that. You know I might skip a, a week or two, but you know I go back to it because I know that it's going to be a longer haul when yeah. um you know it comes down to it. If I'm skipping like you know six seven months or something like that and not doing it, then you know, it just becomes more of a hassle. So just, you know, kind of work it into your routine. Um, and that's my kind of big advice is just, uh, you know, it, it may be tedious and, you know, last thing you want to do is that, but, you know, it's, it's definitely an important aspect of your business and to keep things moving and profitable for you. Yeah, really, really great advice. Um, yeah, and as we kind of close out here, um, kind of recapping kind of our, our tips is like understanding coming in with a plan, like, um, especially if you're starting out, your budget may be really, really tight. So being like, okay, what can I do for a hundred bucks a month? What can I do for 300 bucks a month and sticking mm -hmm. to that? Um, uh, because it's all about your profit margin. So you want to keep your expenses as low as possible without affecting your business, of course. So doing routine check checkups of like, what your expenses are, what services you're using. Mm -hmm. I do it uh, every month. I look back and like, what did I spend? Am I, am I wasting money? Am I using, is that necessary? Am I, uh, you know, you want to audit as much as, as often as possible. Um, the other is allocating money. So profit using the profit first strategy. I've said before, profit first REI. 
a really, really great book because it's geared towards real estate investors. They talk about wholesaling, fix and flipping, mm -hmm. rent and hold, how to allocate the money, profit first. So profit, owner's compensation, taxes, expenses, but you can create other buckets as well um, and use it for different ventures. Um, and knowing when to, when it's a good time to increase your budget. You, you know, if your goal is to have a higher VA, you should have three or four months of pay. Um, if your goal is to enter a new marketing channel, you got to understand and plan mm -hmm. out, okay, Google ads is going to cost me this extra much, uh, a month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, do what, how much runway do I have for that? If I only have it, if that, if I'll be out of funds after a month, it probably doesn't make sense to go into that right now. I need to close more deals. So just, just stuff like that, just a mentally, uh, run those checks and also um, just kind of really creating the infrastructure like QuickBooks. Um, obviously, you want a business bank account, separate those expenses. Um, and that's it. Did I miss anything? I think I recapped most no, of it. I think, no, I think you did a good job there. And um, it's, I, you know, I can't stress like, you know, it's, it's what's needed, right? And, um, uh, don't forget about it because that's what you do when you first start and you know you you have all these things yeah, you're working you on so many other things yeah yeah so just don't forget about it um, add it to your uh, things that you need to do um, when you start and um, you know just like you had mentioned you know just just um, do the, put it in the right steps right uh, what you need to do and allocate what you need to do to put it in different buckets. So I think that's Love super it. important. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing is, and it's something I'm still working on clearly, but like take, take small steps, like whatever we talked about, like take one thing where you feel like you can improve, whether it's allocation, um, you start it now. Like that's one thing that they mentioned in the book. Like don't wait until you close your next deal. Like if you have some money mm -hmm. in your business bank account, like allocate it now. Um, there's some like really good banks that do the profit first. Um, if you just type in profit first REI, definitely get the book. But I think he has a website too on like the banks that um, offer profit first. Like start there mm -hmm. or like start yep. by getting a QuickBooks and connecting it to your business bank account or your business credit card. Um, just do little baby steps, like like with anything, with any goals, like there should be um, financial goals as well that you want to track. So like start small and then build off of that. That's really all um, I would recommend for people that haven't really done this before. Um, and those that have and are have their systems in place, you know, they have probably have an accountant, bookkeeper, uh, but it doesn't mean that mm -hmm. they don't have goals either um, or want to improve on stuff. So, um, absolutely, yeah, but appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope this was really helpful. Of course, you guys can replay it. We talked a lot about um, what either we're doing or what we've learned from others. Um, we'll be back next week, hopefully live. Mm -hmm. uh, I moved to yeah. LA this weekend. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I may need a meetup. I don't think I'll have a desk by then, by next week. So may need a meetup at the, oh, some some bougie hotel or something. You're you're usually yeah, like, we'll make it happen somewhere somewhere yeah, nice. So we'll make it happen. Um, um, yeah, we may do a live on thing, location. but on location. Yeah, doing it live. It's been a while. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, really, really excited uh, for that, but. Um, yeah, and we're hoping to get some more guests. We're, we're still kind of 
uh, working on, on that. I really want to do a credit um, podcast or episode cool. uh, going over some experts um, who've done some credit stuff. But um, yeah, feel free to hit us up on IG at Real Estate Galadia at Mr. Tim REI um, or get the bag podcast on um, IG, uh, get underscore the bag podcast. Um, yeah, reach out to us if you need anything. Appreciate everybody. Um, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch all next week. Yep. Appreciate it. All right. Later guys. Peace.